Welcome everybody, share number 689, getting back to our Hilchas Brachos. Okay, I just want to go through a little bit the, um, we went through rings, we spoke about a, a while back, rings. Um, a woman wears a ring, how to work with it. But uh, that was not actually in the middle of, that was not part of our series of Chatzitza. We've been going through the, the um, all the various ins and outs and halachas of Chatzitza per se. So I just want to read from Rabad Nasefer how he sums it up in the English real quickly. Again, I don't want to go into it in great detail from the Mishabur and so on. Uh, we did go through it a while back. But just to sum it all up, if you want to call it, I'm in the English, sec- English uh, section um on in Rabad Nasefer that we've been talking about on Chatzitza on page eighty two. Now I want to make it very clear that these halachas go strictly and firmly for um in reference to um washing for bread, Natilas Yadaim. When it comes to Tfilas Nashim, like we've been saying constantly, um mikvah for women and these type of things, a person has to ask a rov um, in in any case, obviously it's a lot stricter, and these things change, and so on. And a person cannot apply anything that we're saying in these shiurim to those halachas when it comes to tefillas nashim. Uh, when a woman has to go to a mikvah, they have to consult with a rav and find out the exact halacha and how to go about it. Okay, so again, strictly we're talking about netilas sedaim now. So when it comes to rings. He brings down again on page 82, many women, he says like this, many women will, will wear their rings uninterrupt, uninterruptedly, not me, not removing them for sleep, but not removing them for washing their hands, but will be mockbid um, to remove them for chores, like, for example, kneading dough. Good. They'll, they'll wear it to sleep, they'll wear it to, the, you know, to wash or whatever the case is, but when they go to knead dough um, or they do gardening or they do, he just brings some examples or other activities like swimming and so on, um, they'll be mockbid to remove the rings in, in those cases. So therefore, he brings down, therefore, this is all in conjunction with the Mishabura, the Shulchan Aruch Mishabura, but I'm just reading it in the English section, makes it a little bit easier. Thus, he says, um, although one may not, although one may not be mockbid at the time that the at, that she washes, the woman might not be mocked, but at the time that she wash, washes until sedaim, I'll wash and I'll leave the ring on. I, I take a shower with the ring on. Well, what's the difference, you know? But uh, nevertheless, since at other times she is mockbid to have the ring on her finger, there she's, she is mockbid, I'm sorry, not to have the ring on her finger, so therefore it will be considered a chatzitza and must be, the ring must be removed in those instances when it comes to Natila sedaim. Okay, furthermore, he brings down, he, and, and again, in conjunction with Shulchan Aruch Meshavru, many women never, never have reason to remove their rings. There are such women who never remove their rings at all. Um, she never needs dough, never does any gardening. She never finds it necessary to remove the ring when swimming. It's constantly always on, whether it's in swimming, at cooking, cleaning, or for any other chores or activities, the ring never leaves the finger. So so he brings down, in that case, right, when a, when a person, a woman, never removes the, the, the ring for no matter matter what, this is, uh, they just wear it 24-7, as they say in English. According to some place, Kim, such women are not required to remove their rings for Natila Sedaim because of the fact that since um, since she is not Makbid, this is what's called, as we call, totally not Makbid, to ever remove the ring, so therefore it becomes sort of like bottled to the body, it becomes sort of like almost like part of the body, part of the finger, um, and is not considered a chatzitza for Natila Sedaim. He brings this down from uh, Rav Al-Yashiv, uh, from the Shalashuvah Sarlitzian, and so on. 
Now, regarding a man's ring, we also spoke about in the past, but just real quickly again to sum it up, the way he brings it down from the Mishabur and so on. Regarding a man's ring, many points can... I'm not getting into, should they wear a ring? Should they not? That's not the issue. Right now, we're just talking about simply Natila Sedaim. Uh, we like to like to keep it one subject at a time. Regarding a man's ring, many Paiskim are of the opinion that it is not considered a chatzitza for Natila Sedaim unless the man um, sometimes engage, engages in jobs or activities for which he is mocked to remove it because uh, whatever it's... Or, or it's a expensive type of a ring which by they'll take it off when they do certain type of works or so on. So then one then a man also would have to take off the ring in those instances. Okay. Um, now he goes on to explain further that one who normally removes her ring, let's say a woman normally removes her ring, but finds herself in a, a, a type of a woman that, yeah, so she'll go swimming, she'll need dough, whatever, the, she removes the ring, puts it on, puts it off. So one who, uh, a woman who normally removes her ring, but finds herself in a situation where she cannot remove it, right? For example, a Rahmanasan person has a injured finger due to a swollen finger or fear, uh, or, or possibly that, that case might be even, even, you know, even easier. Uh, but in the case of fear, sometimes you have a question of they're just afraid to lose it. It's a very expensive type of ring or for fear of a loss. If they're going to put it down, it might just go, you know, right down the sink and so on. So then we brought down from the Kafachaim and others last time, just to go through it real quickly how he brings it down. And that this case, um, again, the, the case of the swollen finger could be different. That would be different. We spoke about in the past. In that case, it would be different because it's on there all the time. Um, but, it, you know, and, and you really can't move it. But if the woman can move it without any major pain, or in a case of time whereby, like we said, it's a very expensive type of ring and they just push it there, they just don't want to take it off. Um, right? So so then they can move it up and down their fingers. So what should they do? Like we said, first to pour from the t- first to pour at least a revius of water, right? Of uh, three or more ounces, 2.9, three or more ounces. He brings down three, three or more ounces of revius of water on the ring hand. You pour it on the hand with the ring, right? Next, without touching the finger, um, you have to be careful without t- in other words, this, this, uh, we'll talk about to touch the touch what the hand that's wet, to touch the hand that's not wet is running into a problem. You metame the other hand. So we'll talk about that. So one has to be careful not to touch the hand. But without touching the finger, like to use a cloth, to use a towel or so on, once you pour water, you pour a full revius of water on that hand with the ring with the with the ring on it, right? You pour a cup of uh, a washing cup of water on the hand with the ring on it. So now with the towel, being careful not to touch the hand, move the ring out of its place up or down on the finger. And pour the second round of Natila Sedaim, again, has to be more than a revius, which is more than three ounces, a regular, regular full washing cup or so on, more than three ounces on the ring hand again, and then finish the Natila Sedaim on the other hand, and then recite the bracha. So what's happening is that, that Lamaisi really washing, uh, the part of the, uh, even though the finger is covering up that part of the, I'm sorry, even though the ring is covering up that part of the finger, right, and you'll say, well, the water can't get there. Now, we're not, we're not, I don't want to get into the, the, Shulchan Aruch does talk about Rafoi, not Rafoi, if it's loose, not loose, because he said the, the Mishabura talks about Shulchan Aruch, the Mishabura, they all talk about, um, nowadays we don't know what's considered loose anyway, so you can't really go by if it's a loose ring, not a loose, loose ring, the water got under, didn't get under. Simple thing is, we don't know what's, how loose is considered loose, so Lamaisa, we, you wash, you know, at least the revius, at least the three ounces of water, when we when we say at least the three ounces, we don't mean specifically three ounces. Obviously, you take a regular washing cup, like like 
people do, right? And you pour it on the hand, which is more than three ounces. Then you, now it's wet. The finger is all wet. Uh, that finger with the ring and it is wet. So now with a cloth, being careful not to touch this, the, the skin of the, of the, of the hand with the other hand, because that's running into a problem of being metame, um, be, making metame that hand. So then with a cloth, right, you move the ring a little bit up or down and then rewash again the same pouring at least three ounces of water, a reviews of water on the hand again. Um, and then, like you covered, then you basically covered all areas. Uh, so that's basically, it's again that this is brought down, um, Kafachaim and others bring it down. It's actually the Kafachaim who's the one, the main one, who's brought down in most of this farm uh, that I saw myself. But this is how Rabadan brings it down. I just wanted to read it in the English section, even though we did go through this, um, in the past, but it's good to, uh, you know, get it, um, a lump sum type of a deal, if you want to call it, uh, from an English safer in reference to Rabadna, how he brings it down so beautiful. Thank you for listening. Aslochem Bracha Koltov.